What's up, Zudo family? This is Ibrahim and Saad with another episode of Zudo Talks. Today, we have a very special guest on the podcast. You probably know him from social media, where he's amassed almost 1 million followers across all platforms through his Quran recitation, his keen sense of fashion and staying fit, and spiritual content that will make you ponder. He's done this all at the young age of 20 years old. He's got an amazing presence, and we're so glad to have him with us today so we can learn more about the man behind the lens. Introducing Yusuf, aka Yusuf Truth. Yeah, let's get started, bro. So, bro, I'm honestly like genuinely like really curious. Um, so you're Pakistani and Filipino mix, right? Yeah, that's so, speak to that, bro. Like, like, how does uh, that feel? You know, because I, I traditionally I haven't met anybody who's who's that mix. Um, I mean. Alhamdulillah, yes. Yeah, so my mom is from Philippines. My dad is from Pakistan, Lahore. Um, hey, Lahore. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I never, I never really thought about it. Growing up, I always thought it was kind of just normal because, you know, as a, as a child, no one really thinks about, like, their ethnicity. They just care about what they're going to play with, you know? So, I mean, growing up, it was never, like, a special thing that I paid attention to. But now that I'm, like, older and I'm, like, asking people where they're from and I'm realizing that, okay, there's not that many people who are mixed with, like, uh, an Asian like uh, background, you know. Uh, I mean, it's pretty dope. It's pretty cool. I mean, it makes me unique. It makes me different. Um, I definitely kind of stand out in like a, your typical like Pakistani crowd. If there's like a whole bunch of like Pakistani friends or something, and they're all like vibing off of like Pakistani tradition and stuff, I'm just like the like the sore thumb that stack that sticks out and doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know my mom cooks like Pakistani food sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i can relate i can relate to a lot of the cultural things um because my dad is very like vocal with like his culture and how things happen in pakistan uh so for the most part i am normal uh and there's not really much that like, i am yeah. normal yeah, I know. I know. yeah. <laughs> you're pretty normal yeah. yeah no that's cool man so like do you speak tagalog uh bro growing up I know all of like the bad words because <laughs> typical. <laughs> but other, other than that, I mean, I, I know how to say hi, how are you, and like, um, yeah, that's basically it. So I I don't really speak that much Tagalog. Um, mm. I can understand a little bit. Like when my mom's talking to her friends and family back home, I can pretty much yeah. like piece two and two together. But for mm. Urdu, yeah, I can pretty I pretty much like um, understand it fully. But I still struggle with like yeah, I still struggle like putting uh, sentences together. Yeah. Nice. So, what do you what do you speak at home? Like, do you speak both uh, Tagalog yeah, or or, or this, just Urdu? Just straight up English. Yeah. English. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Are you still in touch with like you know your mom's your mom's family back home? Have you gone to the Philippines ever? Oh uh, no, nah, man. I really want to go. It's one of my destination spots that nice. I, I really want to go visit Philippines because it's beautiful over there. But I never had the honor to go and like see it for myself yet. You know, um, I've been to Pakistan a couple times when I was younger, but nice. I don't really much. I don't really remember much except for like flying cockroaches and mangoes <laughs> and taking mangoes. showers. <laughs> yeah. um, so, yo, r- random question. Who throws better parties? The Pakistanis <laughs> or the Filipini- <laughs> Filipinos? <laughs> either, either I'm going to get, like, canceled for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you better be careful. <laughs> Give your diplomatic answer. <laughs> uh, I mean, they... I mean, I, I've experienced a fair share of like Desi parties and then like Filipino parties of my mom's side of her family, like a good chunk of like her, her family lives in New Jersey, right? So I spent a good time with them. I don't know, man, it's hard because it's two like really strong cultures that have like amazing um, 
like parts and areas of their culture that brings so much life to like the party. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I would say like uh, the food for like Pakistani food is amazing. Hey, you know? Absolutely. Like, the food is like it's banging, man. It's like when I see that, it's just oh, my, like everything starts to matter, <laughs> you know. Um, but I don't know the, the Filipino culture. It's very um, they're very like nurturing and they're very like hospitable people, you know. So when you're around them, you really you truly truly feel like you're one of them and you're welcomed and you're very um, like uh, you're not like sticking out, you know. So I guess I can say like when I am like at Pakistani parties, there's are there are moments where I do feel left out because I'm not like full desi or i kind of mm. just don't understand certain things you know but like when i'm with the filipino side um they make me feel like i'm completely with them and i'm su- super friendly people you know uh so they both have like their their, their pros and cons you know That's i can't i can't decide so <laughs> i can't decide so so for food yeah definitely by design but maybe for the vibes and like just the overall thing maybe the filipino side yeah so okay one thing i want to address you are currently 20 years old and mm-hmm. you've accumulated about almost a million followers across all social media platforms um when you started out you know building your social media um what was your intention like did you intend to amass this kind of following or it just kind of happened and you're like oh like something's clicking and i'm just gonna stick with it like how did you come to be use of truth it's a good question um i mean for the for the people who like followed me when I was first starting off, they know that my OG content, followers, yeah, like the yeah. OG followers, I'm like people who used to watch me from like 2019, maybe like 20, late 2018. They know that my content completely flipped, you know. Uh, so back when I first started, it was maybe like late 20, late 2018, or like no, sorry, late yeah yeah late 2019. I forget that we're in 2021, but yeah, so it was like late 2019. Uh, and I used to do a lot of fitness content and I used to do a lot of just like your typical mainstream like videos and it was none of it was really intentional I kind of just did it because like every teenager was just messing around with like TikTok and just messing around with like posting like things that you find fun on Instagram just sharing your life it was never really until I started sharing more of like a personal side to my to my accounts and stuff and started sharing more of like the Islamic kind of um side to like my life that I really started noticing like uh, a Muslim community online and then I was kind of like okay yeah like I kind of need to and that's when I kind of I kind of started switching up my account my my content to be more curated towards like spirituality Islam and stuff you know and gradually as like time went by like I started building up a bigger and a bigger base and like an audience I guess you can say and then I realized, like, oh, snap, like, I have, like, a grasp on, like, a couple hundred thousand people. I should try my best to influence them in the right way. And that's when kind of things became more serious. And I was like, okay, like, I can't be doing anything stupid online. I can't be doing anything that gives a bad name to Islam and stuff. You know, so I started taking things more into consideration. And now that I'm kind of transitioning into, like, an actual content creator, I want to be extremely intentional with everything that I put out. And I want to make sure it's, like, quality, you know? And I want to make sure that everything that I do is impacting people in a way that hasn't impacted people in a way before that makes sense, you know, because there's so many content creators out there and there's so many people who are giving out information on different levels and certain things, but I want to make sure that whatever I do, it's different so that people can be more uh, like keen to understanding like the things that I want to convey, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Following up on that, I remember a couple of weeks ago, right? Me and you, we had a talk about just content, personal branding. And the one thing you told me was you have to be extremely intentional about every single thing that you put out. Can you like talk more about that? What, you know, what exactly does that mean? And how does that like impact every single you know piece of content you put out? Yeah, so I think intentionality is definitely one of my favorite words because in Islam or just with relationships of people or business relationships or anything, you want to make sure everything that you do and every idea or anything that you execute is extremely structured and cut out to be how you want it to be, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think being intentional, if you're if if you're more intentional with the things that you do in life, you will be your, your expectations and of the results will be more clear to you compared to if you were kind of blurry and you kind of did things for whatever it was, whatever reason that you're doing it for. Um, it's, there's not, I, I would say maybe it holds more value. You know what I mean? Like when you have, when you're more intentional with, with certain things, for example, like if you are, in, okay, so let's take the gym, for example, right? If you go into the gym and you don't know what you're doing and you kind of just like, okay, yeah, I'm here. I'm just going to do any machine that I want to do. I'm going to whatever foods I want to eat and you don't really like have that sense of okay I'm doing x y and z for like a purpose right or for a reason but when you have that intention that okay I'm going to eat a certain amount of carbs I'm going to eat a certain amount of protein because I want to be strong in the gym so that I can reach a goal versus this goal and goal 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 and then you kind of like build upon that ladder and it builds layer on layer on layer and it's all super intentional right also like being intentional helps or at least for me, like it helps me be like that, get that mental clarity, you know, because like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, like I have so many thoughts that go through my head and like, that's why like I talk super fast, <laughs> right? But, um, but being no, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. But being intentional with like everything has, has a huge effect in it. And even in mm-hmm. Islam, it's like, um, intentions is a huge thing, right? It's like the, the things that you do religiously, have a huge impact on what your intention was in the beginning right when you praise Allah um your what is your intention right like you and it makes you reflect on your heart it makes you reflect on your current state of like um why you're going to pray and who you're mm-hmm. praying for you know like people always ask me like what is the how do you stay focused in Salah or how do you like increase your iman or your concentration right and for me it just all it all boils down to how intentional are you in the small moments of you praying Salah, you know, like, is your intention for praying Salah just to get it over with? Or is it because your mom is nagging you and telling you, you said, we got to pray Salah, like, yo, Fajr is about to, like, you know, so, yeah. or is the intention like, okay, I genuinely want to pray Salah because I know Allah will make my life better and I'll find peace in my prayer, you know, so it helps you, it helps me feel grounded. And yeah, that's why intentions are really important. Another just a follow-up question on that. Was there a point in your life when you started, I don't know, diving more into Islam, getting more religious? Like, was was it always like that? Yeah, I think in 2020, like during quarantine time, it was definitely like a huge time for me to like reflect on life and reflect on decisions, you know? And obviously 2020 was a very struggling year for the whole world, right? Everyone was faced with challenges that we weren't expecting. Like, like yeah, expecting to, to face, you know? So for, for me, I kind of like, instead of running to what you would normally run to, like or kind of distract yourself, you don't really have those distractions anymore because you're just stuck in your house. And so for me, I kind of reflected on Allah and I kind of, I kind of started to find the root cause of everything. And I got into this weird obsession of like, 
spirituality and like meditation and one thing that I really paid attention to was like in order to get rid of a problem you have to really really dig deeper below the surface and figure out what is like the root cause right and for me personally it was like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right like everything tracked back to him right and all yeah. of it tracked back to him being happy right so for me that when that as soon as that clicked bro like I was like yo screw everything else yeah. <laughs> I was like everything like now that's why like intentionality is also important because it all backs down to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like intentions with business intention with content creation intentions with relationships it all stems from whether Allah controls it the way you want it to be controlled or you know like which, which whichever other way um so I started doing more research on how to like get rid of and filter out things in my life that distract me from my purpose which is like strengthening my relationship with Allah and strengthening my connection with him you know and then also kind of ties into like helping people online and my whole audience it's like they look up to me as like this person who has it all figured out but in reality I don't have it all figured out I'm just going along the process of just life and um like I share my stories and I share my journey with that you know so I think it's kind of cool because I created like this little community online of just a group of people who just want to do better as human beings and as muslims so i think it's pretty cool yeah. and like that's something honestly like uh, i i very recently came across your uh, social media um and honestly that's one thing that i admired truly is that you know you're not so one-sided with things you're very like well-rounded like you have your fashion posts and you have like you know your outgoing fashion stuff yeah. you have your fitness it's important man because it's like yeah. it's important to have flavor if that makes, makes you a person yeah, exactly yeah, and it, exactly. Makes you, it makes you relatable and it doesn't like i'm not just this one dude sitting in front of a camera and it's like you gotta pray five times a day or else you're gonna burn in hell or you're gonna blah 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 blah. and like remember how i was talking about um uh what was i saying in, in the beginning of the podcast it was like how um doing things in a different approach right to make like my audience more keen into wanting to find right because like my whole thing is like how can i affect the youth in a way that they've never been affected before right so nice. I can't do typical things. I can't do typical things the way um, like the previous like, chefs were doing. Not saying that what the previous chefs are doing are bad, but I'm, I'm trying to have a different approach to it, you know, because I want to be able to affect the youth on a deeper level than any, any anyone else, you know. So that's kind of like my intention with it. And a huge mentor of mine is Jay Shetty, and I was talking to Ibrahim about it like a couple nice. weeks ago, right? So I started reading his book, and um, basically my intention with everything that I do online is – the way that he affected me on a spiritual level, I want to be able to have that presence for the Muslim youth online, you know, but get to, to, for them to know me more on a personal level, you know, because when you talk about your own personal journey, you, you talk about your own personal struggles, it helps other people kind of find the light in your story and be like, okay, yeah, I can do that too, because Yusuf did it, you know, or because like he's shared a story about it, so. And yeah, Jay Shetty is definitely someone I, you know, I look up to as well. What's up? What's that book called that you're reading? Think like a monk. Think like a monk. Think like a monk. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I was. I was trying to like. It's on the tip of my tongue. Even his story, like going to you know a Buddhist temple, spending I don't know how many months there, and just completely transforming his life. I completely. I I yeah. can see. I can see the similarities between you and Jay Shetty in that sense for sure. Yeah, because like he he talks a lot about like mental awareness, and I'm like there def there's definitely a way I can connect Islam with whatever he's teaching, and I want to be that bridge that connects the two. You know. Because everything that he preaches about, obviously, 
has a connection basically like i was saying before the deeper yeah. root which is allah right so yeah. all of it connects around like how allah created it you know so i want to be able to take his mentality take the islamic mentality and bridge those two in between and i think I'm, i think it's going pretty good so far you know being able to like break down the psychological aspect as to why we do what we do in terms of like doing sins or why is it so hard for a muslim to do certain things you know and if we're able yeah. to break it down on a micro level and make up pe- make people understand it then that's the ultimate goal you know so that they can find the root cause of it so exactly and you know one of the things that i that i've noticed like just to personal observation is that people typically don't come to the realization you know of realizing their purpose or kind of their destination until um it's shown to them you know like they have to they don't just stumble across it it's something that like a defining moment in their life where they're like oh yeah like this is the point in my life where things are going to change you know and for me like you know you being at 20 years old almost 21 this year um it's kind of like you you seeked it you know it wasn't something that you know there wasn't a defining moment it was just like a series of events that kind of shaped you into the person you are and it was it's like a very natural thing so you know how do you like for people that are looking for that and haven't necessarily found that and you know how, how do you get them to see that you know this is the right thing or like this is your path how do you how do you do that hmm. how do you get what was the question again how do you so like you, for you right the way that you know you realize like the root of everything was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um usually what it takes is some sort of like a traumatic event or like some sort of tragedy or something for somebody to realize, you know what, like that's, that's what it boils down to for me too. Kind of like the wake up call. Exactly. Like the wake up call, like how, how does somebody, for you, you didn't really have a wake up call. You just woke up, you know, like that's, you just, that's it. So Uh, yeah, kind of of backtracking to like how Jay Shetty affected me. Right. So like, maybe I can be this source to other people where they see my content and like, wow, like the way he thinks and the way like he does things is really like different, you know? Um, so for me, when I did it, it was, I saw Jay Shetty's content and I was like, wow, this is amazing. There's definitely has to be like the way he breaks things down to a micro level. I want to be able to break things down on a micro level Islamically because I noticed that there's this huge struggle amongst the Muslim community that they just can't there's like this barrier that they can't cross through and finally commit to like islamic um teachings and islamic like learnings you know Mm -hmm. so i was like that's kind of how i started my journey in it and i kind of um started breaking it down islamically and figuring out the tools and stuff but how could someone find their wake-up call is i would say ask yourself if you because we're all creations of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right our hearts and our minds were made by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we can't be fulfilled like we can't genuinely be fulfilled or fill that void of our minds our hearts without the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you try to put anything else inside of our hearts so you try to put you try to fill your mind with anything else it's just going to create chaos in our minds and we won't be able to feel like that sense of peace you know so ask yourself if you truly are satisfied with your connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right if the answer is no, then that means you have to really do some soul searching and you have to figure out why, or like, what's the cause, what's the root cause of your disturbance between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know? Yeah. So it's like this, it's this constant, um, like... Internal realization. Yeah, it's like, this, it's like this constant search that, like, okay, how can I find that peace within Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yeah. right? 
uh, also for like people who have felt the connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like like in the past and it's not there anymore because personally for me it's like there was a time in my life when I was so so close to Allah and I was like feeling this connection in my salahs and my duas and stuff and then all of a sudden that kind of went away and now I'm like obsessed I was like why like what caused it to leave and like why what caused it to stay in the beginning right so pondering upon those things it's like what caused that feeling to come and stay in my heart and I really enjoy that feeling right but also what causes it to leave was it the sinning was it like okay now you start thinking like what type of sins did I do what did I like um go too far and it's just all reflection and stuff you know so my advice would just to be just reflect on like your life you know yeah. there's a lot of deep thoughts and deep like topics that we can like talk about and we can always like ponder upon um but yeah it's basically one of my favorite things to do i i do like this nightly routine thing where like i go on drives like every single night like two three hours i'll just drive through my city oh, and i'll nice. just think and i'll ponder and ponder and ponder and majority of it is just like realization and reflection mm-hmm. and i was having a conversation with my sister like yesterday morning when we were eating breakfast and she was talking about how our generation nowadays we're so used to like or we're so desperate for our opinions to be heard right like, everyone wants to say something for them because they just want to feel, feel heard there's nothing wrong with that right but what's also extremely important is that we have to learn to listen as well not only to other people but to listen to the thoughts in your head you know mm-hmm. so that goes back to reflecting on like everything in life your reflection on your existence as a muslim your reflection on your existence on, as to why i'm here on earth right mm-hmm. Look, reflect on those things think about those things and you're going to have questions that pop into your head like okay why did allah do this or why did this happen to me you know and if all of it revolves around allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then you're just going to go deeper and deeper into thought and you're going to try to grab little particles of like his wisdom in things that you think about things that you research you know if that makes sense wow <laughs> i'm so blown away right now. Yeah. yeah so cool to like just like observe your thought process and in, in terms of like just formulating that response even you know like mm-hmm. it, it made me think and then it was it was such like a it was a visual journey for me i Absolutely. i was literally like picturing everything that you're saying and um kind you're of driving a car you know drawing my life yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm putting myself in your in your car and yeah. i'm driving through the city you know and <laughs> i'm reflecting yeah, I don't know, so. man, there's, bro, there's just something beautiful about just drive i love driving i don't know about yeah. you guys but me too i'm a car guy yeah <laughs> at nighttime it's just like me myself i'm just driving and it's like i'm in control of everything and um usually people who go through like really like tough times mm-hmm. like you just seclude yourself and you kind of just ask because usually when like when you're going through a really tough time right you hit a brick wall you're always asking yourself like why am i going through this or like why did i lose this opportunity or why is this happening to me and we kind of get into like that victim mindset you know yeah. like why 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 but then if you connect it with the root cause which is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you connect all of that like okay instead of asking yourself why is this happening to me you can ask yourself what is allah trying to teach me you know mm-hmm. and then you connect things and there's just so much pondering that can happen you know so yeah so what i what i find super interesting is the fact that even at the age of 20 you're thinking about stuff like this and i think that in itself is so crazy to me because you're 20 years old man you know what i mean and i know for me personally right like when i got into personal development whatever it may have been it was after going through adversity and like losing my dad right but i was listening to a podcast of yours and you mentioned how your dad is also very you know um 
very insightful. He thinks a lot and he's very deep. And that's where your inspiration kind of comes from. And can you can you talk more about your dad and how that's like impacted the way you think today? Yeah, yeah. So um, my dad's a very deep thinker, extremely deep thinker, right? Like he's, uh, I think that's something that I picked up off of him, not something that he actively taught me, but I think something that just like subconsciously got absorbed by my, by my mind, right? So, I mean, growing up, we all have struggles with our parents, um, especially if you grew up in a cultural family, right? So uh, in previous podcasts, I mentioned how I struggled with my relationship with my father. So I think that was kind of what the mental switch was. Um, now it's thinking about a lot, right? Like currently for me, but before I made that switch, it was always me thinking about my dad. Like, why isn't he letting me go hang out with friends or why is he so strict or why is he X, Y, and Z, you know, like all the things. So it kind of forced me to break things down on a micro level to understand the way he thinks. Right. So in doing so, it was able, I was able to make like a smooth transition into understanding why Allah does what he does. You know, it played a huge part in, like my mindset and like who I am as a person even like my sisters they tell me that oh Yusuf you're very very similar to Baba like you know like you guys have different personalities but the way you guys think is extremely the same so a huge credit goes to my old man you know like he's he's extremely um deep thinker and he always tells me like really really deep advice and whenever he does give me advice I kind of just sit there I'm just like pondering upon the things that he say because I know that there's like a deeper meaning to stuff that he tells me. That's amazing. So in terms of meditation, let's, let's hop onto meditation real quick. I know you mentioned meditation, ooh, right? Ooh. And I know me and you, we, we, we've talked about meditation because it's changed my life. So I want to know how do you meditate? What impact has it had when, you know, when did you start? Yeah. Tell, tell us more about yeah, that. So, I mean, um, I haven't gotten into like, you know, I mean, for me, there's different types of meditation, right? Um, I've never been one to like sit in a room and be like, right, this is my meditation time. Usually for me, it's like the drives that I go on. Usually those are my meditative times or like, this is so weird, but some people know about it. Not that many people know that I love folding clothes. <laughs> what? <laughs> so like, whatever, whatever therapeutic for you? Yeah, it's, it's so therapeutic for me and it helps me like clear my thoughts. I don't know if it's just the motion of like, okay, it's something so simple that I can just like like multitask and like leave my physical form and just dive deep into like my mind you know so when i'm folding clothes like it takes me like what half an hour to like 45 minutes because i do really slow and i'm able to kind of just like you ever got you do you guys watch marvel yeah yeah you know, you know that part in dr strange where like the bald lady just pushes him out of his body and like his whole physical yeah. form like really shifts out of it yeah so i yeah, kind yeah. of feel like whenever i meditate that kind of happens to me you know like I'm, I'm doing something in the physical world but like mentally i'm just not there i'm just completely de- like deep into my meditation um so i think i've been meditating like that in the sense of like uh i don't know what, what term would you use it's not like actively meditating but just like like just passively uh, like passive, passive meditation, yeah. right? I've been doing that since I was like a kid. Like now that I look at it, I've been doing it since I was like maybe 12, 13, 14, you know, like just deep thought, thinking about like um, uh, like situations in life and like how I'm going to be when I grow up, you know, and just like setting goals. That's why setting goals are really important because it makes you think about like internalizing things and like being a visionary. I've been doing it since I was young and um, it's definitely like it definitely changed my life because now that I look at it as meditation, I love it and I meditate for maybe like two, three hours a day, like once in the morning, once in the evening, you know. So I mean, it's really important because, like I said before, like listening to our thoughts um, gives us a lot of um, explanation as to why we do what we do, you know. Yeah, clarity. 
like clarity, your mind. Yeah, it, all, yeah. it all goes back to clarity. Yeah. I think like it, if we think about it, like Salah is a form of meditation as well, meditation. because the point exactly. of meditation is to be in the now. And mm. every time you pray, you you focus on what you're praying in that moment. You know, you're, you're not thinking about the next prayer. You're not thinking about the prayer before. You're thinking about what you're doing then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like, well, at least for me, that's that's kind of how I felt. Um, you yeah. know, it, it brings my focus to the moment. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, meditation, yeah. I think, is, is something that's very important, whether you, you're doing it actively or, you know, on a, on a more subconscious level. Um, yeah. Just from like clearing your head you know there's so many things for us to worry about and like you know all these all these influences and and you know what's crazy is like a lot of the influences are negative influences you know Mm -hmm. as much as we would like to have positive influences all around us their majority of it is negative because very recently about about two months ago i kind of stepped away from social media you know this is just a personal thing it wasn't until then that i realized like holy crap like i was spending so much time worrying about what other people are doing when you know in reality like i could be using that time to focus on myself or better myself in a way you know and and i think that that was like another game-changing realization for me Mm. Um, i don't know if you guys can relate to that at all yeah yeah no definitely like i took a step back from tiktok because like it's it's like you you consume so much of my time man and like just mindless just scrolling you know like there's no benefit to it and um i think i started noticing that my attention span for anything became so small like extremely small like i'll be doing a small task and i'll get bored of it like so easily you know so i kind of had to monitor myself on like my screen time like as soon as i wake up or like right before i go to bed like how much am I consuming of social media, you know? Uh, so, but I think it's pretty cool that people nowadays um, are finally realizing like the effects of social media and yeah. like the consumption of it, you know? So people are being more vocal about it and they're talking about it more that it's like detrimental to mental health, you know? I think that dopamine detox is something everyone needs to try. And then also just like not going on my phone first, you know, for the first hour in the morning, uh, cutting off my phone at 8 p.m. at night, It's it's been game changing. Ibrahim, what was that? What was that yeah. number that you said that um you know you have to engage somebody within this many seconds oh, before within, they kind of lose interest? Yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. So within like, like two, three three seconds, two three seconds. Yeah, that's that's the attention. Otherwise, they're scrolling. Like three seconds. No, I read a quote where the average person on Instagram scrolls three hundred feet every single day, which is yeah, crazy man. to me. When you open TikTok, if you don't like the first three seconds of the video, you just swipe, 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 right? And that's why people can't sit down for like five minutes and read a book or they can't read the Quran for like five seconds. Or like when they're praying Salah, as soon as they say Allahu Akbar, the first thing that pops in their head, like after three seconds is something else. And after three seconds, yeah. something else. And after three seconds, something else, you know? So, but when you, when you finally get aware of that and you pull away from it, then you can finally start to build a habit of like, okay, let me like focus on one thing only and like let's see how long i can like strengthen that muscle of focusing on one thing only <laughs> yeah. it, it's a struggle man i don't know if you guys have seen the netflix documentary it's called social social dilemma, dilemma. Social dilemma. dilemma. yeah yeah Abraham, we watched that together right yeah, 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 yeah. so crazy it was so trippy it was such I a trippy tweeted day. out that same day i was like hi to the group of people that are that are watching me <laughs> <laughs> my my fbi agent that's <laughs> Uh, that's it's like weird. I know you're watching me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that it's, documentary, it's everyone should watch it. For everyone that's listening, go watch it. It's, it'll blow your mind on how like 
social media was made because it's crazy to think like people just think yeah it's just people creating stuff online but the way the algorithm was formulated to make you to basically grip onto you and hold exactly. you there for as long as they can it, it's so evil man <laughs> it was eerie it was actually eerie just watching that because you're like i can't believe this is real like this is actually yeah. a thing ask you a quick question where do you get your content inspiration from what inspires mm. you oh man what inspires me uh usually if i'm just scrolling through social media or if i have an idea um that i feel like would really really like impact someone then i'll be like okay how can i how can i make this in a visual way that would um like the, the feeling that i'm feeling right now how can i convey that to my audience you know what i mean uh like for example i made this one video this one tiktok video about praying salah right and i heard it I, usually it's all audio like usually when i'm like when i'm looking for inspiration this is more recently than before before it was just like whatever tiktok trend would happen i just cling on to that you know which was kind of shallow which is why i'm trying to be more intentional with my content now nice. so what i've been doing recently is like i listen to a lot of audios like whether it's just like ambient noises or cinematic like audios or whatever and if the audio like sparks like a, a scenario in my head that i can tie into a religious um idea then i'll usually execute on that you know so i heard this one audio about this dude praying like talking about god and talking about prayer and i was like wow like i think that would be really dope to like film like a cinematic um segment of me praying salah and kind of just like showing you know like the islamic prayer and stuff and then that video did really well so i was like okay yeah that's that's really good so i'm gonna in the future i'm gonna try to take that approach more for creating and like for inspiring for more inspirational things you know so that's kind of where i get my inspiration from also like if i if i see something that hasn't been shared enough or talked about enough um online and i know that i can kind of shed light on it i'll probably do that too you know so inspiration comes from like multiple things but it definitely stems and definitely like uh what is it called like blossoms out of like the thought of like okay um I want to convey what I'm feeling to the other person, you know? So it's all internal. Like, how can I make them feel what I'm feeling? I think it just stems back to just being extremely intentional with whatever you put out. So I, I recently started like a personal brand type of thing, right? And again, I, I spoke to you about it, but it's so time consuming, right? Like how many, how many hours are you putting in every day for TikTok? There's just so many channels, right? TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. So how much, how much time are you putting in? How long does it take you? For TikTok, usually it's like, because I'm trying to do things more like higher quality now, usually like filming because I film with a camera now and then I got to export it to like my editing software and audio and like this, this and that and everything. It takes a while just for like a 10 second video. So for me, I would probably generally say maybe three, three to five hours for like everything for either. If it's like a filming a YouTube video, it's like three to five hours, even in a TikTok video, maybe like an hour, depending on like how intricate and how like complex the idea is, you know? So definitely a couple hours every day, but I mean, for personal branding and for showing like more of a personal life online, it's kind of more like on Instagram, it's like in the moment type of thing where you just share things on your story and stuff. So that's kind of like a constant daily thing, like here and there, you know, but if it's like intentional content where I want to create a piece of like art or like a project, then so yeah, a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And in terms of social media, right, you know, you, you talked about building a community what you know in your experience in the past year and a half or two years of your content creation stuff how like what do you think has had the biggest impact on you creating that community like if someone, someone wants to create a community like yours, uh, what should they do 
I think addressing topics that people struggle with and sharing your own personal um, struggles with those topics, you know, like there's a lot of times, I think what helped me a lot build community was like talking about Islamic struggles or talking about parental struggles. And so many people are like, yeah, this is, this is like so cool that you're sharing this because I went through it with my parents and stuff. And then they kind of see how I dissect it and how I break things down, you know, like I was talking about like a toxic culture or like how parents can be really, really controlling and it was like the root cause of that and like how to deal with it. Mainly it's like how to deal with it, you know. Building community is it's good too because you kind of build like this bubble of people who just want the same thing and we're aiming for the same thing, you know. So it's cool to it's cool to see that. But yeah, definitely being vulnerable like to your audience is important. Um, and just showing them that you're human also, you know, that you make mistakes, that you're not perfect and that you're just figuring out the same way that they're trying to figure it out too. Yeah, I think that they, you know, when you when you get to that influencer level, um, such as yourself, Yusuf, like people start to think you're like a superhuman, you know, like you're yeah. doing some extraordinary things in the background, but in reality, it's just you're sticking to your craft and you're just working on your craft every single day. And I think that's where a lot of people typically fail. Yeah, they just they think that it's too much work. They do it once, they do it twice, and they're like, you know what, I'm not seeing what I want to see. So I'm not going to do it anymore. But I think okay. the difference between somebody who does something like you versus, you know, who doesn't actually get that is yeah. sticking through. I mean, that's why you like at the end of the day, you really have to just chase like a life of service. You know, like you really have to genuinely want to serve people and not really chase anything else. Um, and just check your intentions as to like, OK, do I, I really want to serve like the Muslim community and I want to help people grow and I want to help people figure out hard situations in their life, you know? So when it comes back to that, then you don't really seek validation from other people and you don't really seek like those external things because for you, it's like, yeah, you're helping people and it brings fulfillment to your life, you know? And you don't have, you don't need like the clout and you don't need all the other things that other people are chasing, you know? Somebody who wants to be like, you know, who looks up to you as like a role model, um, wants to follow in your footsteps. Um, what's one piece of advice that you would give to them? Learn the approach for everything that you put out, right? The execution and the approach is really important when it comes to content creation. Um, the way you come across another person's screen is really important, right? Um, that's the only way you can impact people because like what, like we said before, the attention span of a human being is only three three seconds long, right? So the way you, the, the way you're able to, I guess you can say for every piece of content you put out is, is, is important, you know? Uh, and just be genuine, be genuine and, um, don't be, or try just try not to be like uh, greedy in the sense of like you want like uh, personal benefit or personal gain. You know, like try to be selfless. You know, with everything that you create, um, try to do it for the sake of Allah. You know, and just try to help people out. And that's that's basically all of it, man. I love it, and you know this. The saying is exactly that. It's like when you give, you get you know it's Value, never when yeah. you get yeah it's exactly yeah. like it's it's so important for generosity to be a part of who you are because eventually like it's going to come back to you the more value you give the more awareness you get and then you know yeah exactly because uh, like yeah. the way i see it is like i'm just trying to open people's eyes to what allah has said and what he's making us preach you know um, so that's kind of like my intention with all of it. It's like, if I can make people see what Allah has said, then I know that I'm doing the right thing, you know? It's so profound. Yeah. 
Man, just like thinking about the fact that you're freaking 20 years old. And <laughs> yeah, you, you think like this? It's not sticking with me. Mashallah, mashallah. Mashallah, I love it. I love it, man. And you have this quote, through kindness, we are possible. Talk to me more about this quote. I, I love it. I want, I want to know more. All right. So through kindness, we are possible, man. Um, I came up with this quote when I first, I think everything started blowing up with all my accounts and stuff. And I noticed that there's a lot of hate that goes off in the Muslim community. Like people are always hating on each other, right? But the main thing that everyone revolves around is like, how can I get my opinion to be accepted by that person who's doing the wrong thing, right? That's mainly the thing that everyone's trying to convey, right? Like, for example, me, my mindset, like this truth mindset, how can I convey that to people, right? So everything that we're trying to convey, everything that we're trying to execute on, I kind of believe that kindness is a huge factor um, on how other people can understand what you're trying to do, you know? Um, also going back to the approach, right? The approach should be full of kindness and compassion and um, like love, you know? Um, so through kindness, we are possible in terms of everything, right? Um, if you're having a conflict with your parents or whatever, the it's so easy to yell at that person. It's so easy to kind of type out a whole hate message, right? It's so easy to tell someone, oh, you're a bad Muslim and you're not doing everything according to Islam and you're going to burn in hell and you're going to, um, you shouldn't be doing this and you shouldn't be doing that but that's the negative approach to it. But if you took the kind, the kindness approach to it, which through kindness, we are possible, then you will say, okay, yeah, you can do things more in a, a more a kind approach, right? And then that comes off as like, okay, I'm coming from a genuine place. I'm coming from a more like, um, like softer place where I genuinely want to help people and I genuinely want to affect other people. And then that opens up the minds to the people who are kind of being attacked or whatever you want to call them. And they're like, okay, yeah, I can like listen to this guy because he's coming from a nice place, you know? Because you know how usually if someone leaves, like, you, the, the, I feel like the difference between hate and constructive criticism is just kindness, you know? They, they both have the same message, right? But the only difference is kindness, right? So it's like someone can hate on another person, or you can give the same message telling the person that, okay, yeah, you're wrong and you shouldn't be doing things the way you did it, right? But if you did it in a kind manner, they would accept the person who's doing, who's giving con constructive criticism compared to someone who's just bashing them out online, you know? So I think if people really want Islam to prevail and you really want Islam to prosper and grow and flourish on the online space, you have to do it in a kind manner. Because if you do anything else, you're just going to call you like a terrorist or they're going to call you like an extremist or they're going to tell you that you're doing it the wrong way. So that's kind of where through kindness you're possible kind of was inspired and i was like i really love the quote too you know so and then that's a that's a quote on your sh shirt for your clothing brand sacred clothing mm -hmm. right is that yeah tell us tell us more about yeah, yeah. sacred the mission what made you start it you know what what got that going uh i love fashion right i share a lot of like my clothing inspirations and stuff online and i have great taste by the way just wanted to put that out there like really good taste much like yeah <laughs> thank you thank you um but yeah so i mean i'm passionate about clothing and stuff and like I, I wanted to create a materialistic thing that people can wear or people can buy and they can kind of like my community of people that i built online can kind of like stand for it you know because we all stand for the same thing and so that's why i decided to put the quote on it as the first piece that i ever released so the the intention and the goal with sacred clothing is the slogan is to make you ponder right so these like thought provoking um, these thought provoking like uh, statements or like quotes that I'm going to be putting on clothing, it's going to resonate with the 
like the goal or like the aim that like the whole online community of mine has, you know? So that's kind of like the, the inspiration, the goal of sacred clothing. And yeah. Other than that, I just, I don't know. It was kind of like a personal goal of mine. I just wanted to have a dope clothing brand. So that's, that's definitely one of it. Yeah. Nice. What are some future goals for the brand that you're working on right now? Future goals for the brand. Um, I want to collaborate with a couple other people or similar people who have like the same mindset, you know, or people who resonate with the brand, you know, because uh, they have to resonate with the community, uh, like with the and the audience and stuff, you know, and just kind of, uh, I just want to grow it, I guess, if that makes sense, you know, I don't really have any particular um, goals with it, in terms of like making it like a mainstream company or anything, maybe like seasonal drops, where like, if there's a quote that I resonate with, or like, there's a collaborative piece coming out, then I'll just release things like that. It's kind of like, a, it's like another creative outlet that I have of mine that I'm able to kind of pour my my mind into. So it's cool. <laughs> no, it's awesome. And I, and I love the minimalistic, you know, concept. It's it's super simple. And hey, it's, it, it, it sounds great. Like the quotes, I honestly, like as soon as you said to make you ponder, I was just like, wow, it's coming from the perfect person. Yeah. Being, I feel like the, a place that I'm going to struggle a lot is like conveying like a message through one quote, you know what I mean? Cause like I've yeah. figured out through kindness, you're possible, but like what's going to be the next quote or like what's going to be the next like step into it, you know? Yeah. So to formulate like the next step for sacred clothing is always going to be a challenge because it has to be very deep and it has to be very like meaningful. The shirts are super comfortable though. So brain's a customer. <laughs> <laughs> Got to support. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I appreciate the support. Yeah. Cause I want it to be high quality, you know, cause I mean, uh, for, there's not that many Muslim brands out there that like produce clothing and stuff, you know, especially mm -hmm. for me, it's like, if I want to put anything out there, I want to make sure it's like high quality, you know, uh, like the quotes or like the designs and just like the overall presence of the brand. I want it to really resonate to as who I am and who like my audience is, you know, so, cause it's going to be like a physical representation of it. So that's the way I look at it. Do you ship to Canada? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I ship worldwide. Yeah. So, I mean, in the beginning of quarantine, when I first released it back in like October or something, it was kind of a, it was a tough cookie to kind of like get over um like shipping like worldwide and stuff but finally mm. now that it's more flexible and like uh like the shipments and stuff are easy like yeah I pretty much ship worldwide i have to because like a whole demographic they all live in like asia and europe everywhere. and like australia everywhere man man shipping in general during covid was an absolute pain it was a nightmare I, right I, man? I, I, man i can talk about that it's it was it was such a mess we, yeah. we we've had hundreds of packages lost reshipments it's just it's, it's been a mess man yeah getting a lot yeah, better two, now though I so packages, i had two packages that came back to my to 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 the warehouse and I had to like reship them out i was like what the heck why did they return you know and i think the cool part is like the people who buy it or people who support the brand are so patient with everything and they're like I, yeah yusuf is just figuring it all out so i don't care if it takes like a month for the thing to come and like i appreciate that so so much from them because yeah, like, awesome. I, like i'm able to like i tell them on my instagram stories like guys like i'm this is my first time doing it so have patience if it takes like a month to get to you <laughs> so it's like i sent out the package a week later it came back and I had to send it out again you know so it's like it's pretty cool to like even though it's like a business and it's like a professional thing i'm able to bring it down to like that personal level where like they don't mind it being like a like a long shipping or they don't mind it like having to compromise on certain things you know 
And that so, just speaks to the, you know, the quality of the people that you've attracted to your audience yeah. and the community that you've built, you know? So that's, 100%. that's awesome. Another thing that me and you connected over, right? And, you know, me and Saw talk about this all the time, but just books in general. And I know, you know, you're reading Atomic Habits right now. Is that, is that the, is that your current read? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm reading like six different books. So it's weird because like I'm reading Think Like a Monk and another one by um Jensen Sero, then Atomic Habits and like 44 Ways of Manhood and Don't Be Sad. And like there's a whole I have like a whole library and I I literally ordered like the Daily Stoic and like the Ideal Muslim and they're coming in the mail. So I'm just jumping left and right to from books and stuff and just accumulating knowledge, you know. So yeah. But I'm right now I'm reading um Think Like a Monk, Atomic Habits and You Are Badass by Jensen Sero. Yeah. Nice. What book has had like the biggest impact in your life and your way of thinking? Uh, I would definitely say, I mean, maybe, um, I think maybe all of them, like they all kind of like piece into different, um, parts of like my mentality, you know, I think like a monk was a huge one that kind of took this gigantic, like cluster in my head and kind of like detangled it. You know what I mean? It was like a, it was like headphones that were just tangled up and it kind of just went in there and untangled the whole thing, you know, because like Jay Shetty talks about negativity and ego and identity and he talks about like chaos and he talks about purpose and, and being selfless and all those things were kind of like stuck in my head and I don't really, I didn't really know how to go about it. So it definitely organized my mindset and organized my mentality. Um, and then Atomic Habits really spoke about discipline and really spoke about like um, how like there's really small things in your life have the biggest impact and have the biggest changes, you know? And he was talking about this 1%, um, 1% like mentality. Yeah, the 1% mentality. I really, really, really love that mentality because it helped me so much with just getting things done, right? So basically what the 1% mentality is, it's like building habits is kind of like compound interest, right? It's like over time, it builds up bigger, bigger, bigger and gets stronger over time, right? Even though it's just 1%, right? So if you put in 1% and 1% can literally be like, you finish your cup of coffee, getting up and taking it to the sink, right? And that's just like a small habit, but that small, tiny habit builds, like it, it gives you, the 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 fulfillment feeling of like okay let me do like another small one percent habit right and then that becomes two percent that becomes three percent and it just goes on and on and on and then even though because i feel like uh people kind of think like okay i have to like all of a sudden tomorrow i'm going to go to the gym every single day tomorrow i'm going to like eat super healthy and like they want to do this full 180 flip like of their lifestyle without noticing without without realizing that you can't just go 180 you have to like slowly by one percent like turn the dial you know that one percent mentality really helped me for the past like two weeks of just getting things done and like telling myself okay like if i do this one percent like you know and at the end of the day that's kind of just how it is like even praying salah and stuff it's like oh yeah let me just pray my sunnahs before or let me just make dua a little bit before because that's my one percent you know and if i'm able to do that one percent then it'll help me do like more and more in the future so that one percent was mentality helped me a lot i think my biggest takeaway from that book aside from the one percent was the fact that you got to change your identity and become the person that, you know, or become the person that does the habit that you're trying to build. So for mm-hmm. me and Saad, right, we set a, we set a goal to read a book a week for 2021. Right. And yep. when I, when I read Atomic Habits, he's like, instead of making it a goal to read, you know, X amount of pages a day, make it a goal to become a reader, a person who's a reader, right. A person who loves a healthy life. If you want to, you know, achieve a goal of going to the gym every day. And for me, that was like this great mindset shift where I was like, okay, I'm going to become a reader. And that reader is going to be a person who reads a book a week. So for me, that was like the the biggest takeaway. The objective with like Salah isn't to just pray my Salah five times a day. It's to become closer to Allah, you know? So there's like a bigger picture to it all, you know? 
or to like finish a task isn't just to finish the task is to become a productive person you know so it's like there's a bigger picture to it and when you get into like that mentality of doing it and just constantly constantly being consistent in like the habit that you're doing it it like really formulates your life into how you want it to become yeah and like one of the one of the important things that i took away from from atomic habits was that you know it tells you don't focus on your goals focus on your systems because a lot of the times when people are focusing on their goals, they want like immediate gratification. And when they don't see it, they give up or they walk away. But mm-hmm. when you focus on your system, when you focus on just fixing something that you're not necessarily doing, like, you know, if it was reading or if it was praying or if it was reciting Quran, you know, if you're not doing those things, then maybe just do a phrase a day, you know, and then when you start getting used to doing right? a phrase, exactly, like just do yeah. a phrase and then do two and then maybe like in three months from now you're you're reading an entire page you know it the, the point is to just get a little bit better and i think that instead of chasing the end goal people should just be chasing progress they should exactly. be chasing improvements that's, that's, and, really good. that's a really good point because like for example i got questions people saying oh how do i build a connection with allah and i'm like okay praise allah make dua right the goal is to make to build a connection with Allah, right? But then they're like, I struggle with making du'a, and I was like, okay, if you don't know what to make du'a for, literally just raise your hands, make a small du'a, and finish it. And the next day, you're, you you can raise your hands again, read two du'as, and then it'll build over time, you know? Because yes, even though the goal is to feel Allah's presence, the thing you should be focusing on is becoming a person who makes du'a frequently and becoming a person who makes du'a consistently, you know? So that's the exactly. ultimate goal of it all. You know, like, like, mashallah, bro, like super inspiring for me to see, you know, somebody your age working as hard as he does and like so purposefully driven because I have two brothers, right? And I'm, I'm the oldest of, of siblings. Um, and with my two brothers, like I'm constantly talking to them about like improvements and like, you know, kind of having like everything I read, I preach to them. You know, because I know that they're not necessarily reading or learning the same thing. So I, I share that knowledge with them. And and sometimes they apply, sometimes they don't. But for you, you know, you don't really have, I guess, I guess like you have your, have your dad as like a role model. But for you to, like, I see you independently finding these these things, you know, like learning these things. And I, and I think that's such an amazing thing. And anybody that's in your circle is very, very lucky to have you. And like, you know, anybody you associate with directly, because like, the like you just have the I, I want to say noor you know like I want I want to call it like this this brightness to you that like is very attractive like, engaging and attracting yeah. yeah so yeah bro like honestly like keep up whatever you're doing like I'm, I'm super grateful to be even a part of this podcast and like you know speaking with you so kid man honestly I'm just I don't know I'm just a kid who's just figuring it out and every time I figure something out that I've been thinking about for three days I'm like yo I have to share this because like I'm pretty sure someone else is struggling with it, you know? So thank you guys though so much for like the kind words and stuff. But like it, it, it makes me feel like good about just being the way I am, you know? Cause for the longest time I thought I was like just this weird kid who was just thinking too much, you know what I mean? So it's- No, it's, it's, it's authenticity, it's, bro. Yeah. It, 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 it echoes through, you know, it shines through um, everything. And I think uh, uh, like not only us, but like obviously like people that are on social media, they're seeing it too. And that's what's making them, you know, want to want to follow you so follow you absolutely yeah definitely keep that up so Ibrahim, i don't know if you want to like start winding it down um, yeah, yeah we can Oops. start asking some closing questions uh, yeah so bro t- tell us about your future goals you know plans what are you up to you know 2021 i want to be able to i just want to grow man for like the next like year year and a half like i want to 
like everything that we're talking about in this podcast, I want to, I want to, I don't know, I want to find channels and want to find ways and opportunities to just make everyone, I just want to get bigger, you know what I mean? Not in like an arrogant way or like a clout chasing way, but I just want to be able to convey, you know, because like I have all this like knowledge or whatever I'm thinking about and I just want to figure out tools and just ways that I'm able to convey whatever I have inside to other people, you know? So that's like my main goal in, in 2021 and just from here on out is like, from a visual perspective or just really I'm really asking myself lately like what is my intentions and like what do I truly want like in five years who do I want to be seen as you know and like trying to be as selfless as possible and not trying to make it about me but to make it more about like the people who are going to be benefiting about who are going to be benefiting from it you know so it's like how can I create things that will benefit people in the future you know so that's something that I'm focusing on for 2021 um so I'm excited. I mean, uh, I know that's going to be a struggle because like it's, I won't say it's never been done before, but it's definitely like something that I haven't really seen. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Just that's my main focus. Yeah. That sounds exciting. That sounds very exciting, actually. I'm excited to see, the, you know, your journey, continue watching you grow in front of us. I think that's, you know, I remember when me and Todd first talked about having you on the podcast. This was what, seven, eight months ago. And to see the growth, you know, and to see where you're at today, it's, it's just blows my mind you bro know just I mean? to just to give you an example like i think the first time i saw your tiktok uh, it, came <laughs> it was like you had 280 something k followers so just to see you from then and now is just like wow you know killing it yeah the cool thing is that people can scroll all the way down and they can see like the the, the difference between the two like content you know so it's like they Progress, can go all yeah. the way back to like the first tiktok and be like yeah he was like that once upon a time and that's kind of just living proof that you can't judge a person based on like a certain aspect, a certain chapter in your life, you know, because yeah. we're constantly fluctuating between uh, different areas of our lives and we're constantly battling for uh, strengths and weaknesses and, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, but it's cool to see like, okay, yeah, like the journey of where I was and where I am. And I'm kind of happy that I documented in a way, you know, I, I'm, I'm cool. Like I can look back at 20, like 19, like, wow, once upon a time, I remember how I used to think that time and how I'm thinking this way, you know, and then like in 2022, 2023, I'll look back at this podcast and be like, wow, like, you know, like we were there once upon a time and now we're here, you know? So I think it's cool. It makes you appreciate the, you know, the journey, man, aside from that, not many people know this, but we inshallah have a collab piece coming out soon where yeah. inshallah, you know, we're, we're working on it. I uh, yes. can't really give too many details, but you know, I think everyone should stay tuned for that. Cause it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like like I said before, even my intention with sacred clothing and everything, I want everything to be intentional. I don't want it to have the same vibe that my, my community and I have, you know? So that's why I'm so, so excited because I've never done a jewelry piece before and never in a million years that I think I would ever do a jewelry piece. But I'm so, so excited for us to get into the nitty gritty details and for us to really be intentional with everything that we're going to do. We've been talking about for months, so we're very excited, inshallah. And you know what I love, man? Uh, we, we I think we came across your page, I think early 2020 and to see me and you just like texting casually or just getting hopping on a call uh, i love the fact that i was able to get to know you personally a little bit deeper yeah. than you know the tiktoks and whatever so i'm very appreciative of that man so thank you yeah me too yeah no i mean it's i always whenever anyone says that i always tell them that it's rare to even like i was on a podcast with solid family and i was able to get to know them on a personal level too like they reached out to me and literally like the, like the next day we hopped on a podcast and i was like yo 
thank you so much for having me. And like, I think it's it's rare to have to be able to have like intellectual conversations with people and to be able to vibe off of like the same things, you know. So, um, so I, I I mean I'm I'm really I'm really careful with who I let into like my inner circle because uh, the five people you surround yourself with should always be like the the people who you look up to. You know what I mean? It's like if you don't bring value to my life or anything, there's chances I'm not going to like you know, like. Not, not in like a bad way, but it's just like, I love spending time with people and I love spending time with uh, things that like help me reach the goals that I have, you know? So um, having you as like in my inner circle is amazing, you know, and just like everyone else who's, who's there. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. No, it's just as amazing for us, man. Like just the learning opportunity to, mm-hmm. you know, the one thing that I always think is like, damn, I wish I was thinking like that when I was 20 years old, you know? Like, yeah, and it's also that, because like you guys have like, you guys have the same, like you resonate with the same things. We have the same views and like morals and stuff. And like our mentalities are very, very similar, you know? So at the end of the day, it's like, if I can help you guys reach your goals the same way you guys want to help me reach my goals, it's like, why not? You know, so it's like this cool dynamic that we have. Pretty cool. Yeah. I think, I think the bottom line is like, all, we all want to help someone. Like we all mm-hmm. want to help at least one person. Provide you know what value. I mean? And I think that's where we find that, that common ground. Um, I don't know if you know this, but me and Ibrahim have been friends since grade one. Grade one. Oh, no way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We've literally been friends since grade one. Butchers, <laughs> huh? Um, yeah, exactly. Little butchers, yo. Um, yeah. And we like kept in touch and like, honestly, like, over the years, all I can say is that we've just grown, grown even closer. The fact is, like, I live in Toronto, he's in Michigan, and we still manage to make that relationship work. There are people that live down the street from me that I've gone to school with, you know, um, that I don't talk to. But, like, the fact that I can maintain a relationship with Ibrahim, it just shows that, you know, me and him have a very like-minded, um, you know, approach Approach. to things and absolutely yeah yeah. and like even in terms of goals like we've always kind of wanted the same thing you know we we've always been in in the same same shoes Ibrahim you know yeah so it's it's just nice to have somebody there who's kind of going through the same things yeah um to grow with you and yeah bro like I I think like you know that's your social media platform serves as that for other people Mm -hmm. it's like it gives them a friend that you know they can they can relate with we were talking about this how Yusuf, he's recording everything in his room. You know, he doesn't yeah. have like a fancy yeah. setup. He doesn't exactly. have like, you know what I mean? And we were talking about that. We're like, yo, that's all right. It's on his bed. And so I was like, man, if I was recording on my bed, I'd feel so embarrassed or whatever <laughs> Yusuf's doing on his bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, man, 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 like, yeah. It just shows yeah, you the opportunities out there for anyone. As long as, you know, you're consistent, you're willing to put yourself out there, be uncomfortable and just kind of be vulnerable. Right. And I think you've kind of done that. You've kind of paved the path for you know even people like me i look at you and i'm like man if yusuf can do it i can do it right and it just takes time and you know that's what you know that's yeah that's what i love so and now we have like a better understanding of hey like this is what yusuf is thinking when he's approaching the things that he's creating so yeah Yeah. thank you for sharing that that honestly was super valuable yeah thank you man i appreciate it yeah, people that are listening to this podcast are seriously in for a treat. There's a lot of like hidden gems that we spoke about, and I want like my audience and like well, as many people as possible to be able to listen to this and be like, yeah, take at least take something good away from it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think I think I personally took a ton of you know great points and just lessons. Yeah, anyone listening will definitely even you know it's just that one sentence, one line, whatever it may be, 
it can it can change your life. Where where can people find you? What's the best way to you know for people to contact you? Yeah. So you guys can find me. I mean, all my handles are Yusuf Truth on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, if you want to email me, that's probably the best way to contact me. I'm always checking my emails, and I'm pretty even Instagram DM. I pretty much read all my DMs and stuff. Uh, and it's pretty cool to like just talk with like followers and people who are from the community and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, look out for my name, man. I'm definitely getting in your DMs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) if you guys aren't already following Yusuf, you know, give him a like, give him a follow, subscribe to his YouTube channel. He makes some amazing videos. Like we talked about, you know, everything is just so organic and so authentic. So it's just really nice to, to speak to a personality who genuinely cares about the message that he's, he's uh, preaching instead of just preaching something that he thinks people might care about. So I I think that's a, I think that's really rare quality. Um, I mean, like so grateful that I had this opportunity, you know, we had this opportunity to sit down and, and be able to get this information from you. Yeah, no, you, you get what you see with Yusuf. So you guys, yeah, definitely check him out and thank you so much, bro. I really appreciate this, man. Definitely awesome. Yeah. And to everyone listening, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and yeah, remember the 1% mindset because that's golden. (laughs) (laughs) Don't take life too seriously as deep as topics are. And as, as deep as like purpose and intentionality may be, just have fun with it. You know what I mean? Like life's all about creating memories and it's all about like having fun in the moment and making mistakes and realizing them. And you know what I mean? Even if you're a deep thinker, just have fun through all of the experiences, you know, and like accept it for what it is, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's basically it. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love it. it. Those are some amazing parting words. No, man. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you again. Thank you, Zudo fan for listening. And, you know, inshallah, you'll be seeing Yusuf around our page a lot more. So, assalamu alaikum. Take care.